Hey, 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 what do you say? Amen. This is Old Fashioned Gospel Radio Show. I am Pastor Ethel Harper. Uh, we have a uh, fantastic show for you today. We have none other than Dr. Theresa M. Bell, founder and owner, CEO of the nonprofit organization Resilient Truth. Human Services with us today. Say hello to the people, Dr. Bell. Hello, people. Hello, world. <laughs> Amen. It's such a pleasure and an awesome uh, 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 gift that we are here with you today. Uh, this is, amen, our show right before Christmas. I, I hope that everybody, amen, has presents under the tree. I hope that everyone, amen, uh, uh, has the, the, the hearts, amen, for the Lord, amen, this Christmas season. I know that it's a whole lots of stuff going on, but, you know, we, amen, we have to have, amen, the belief. We have to have the trust. We have to have the knowledge in knowing that God, amen, is going to make everything all right. Well, uh, we're getting ready for our public service announcement, amen. Uh, we need to talk about some stuff that Old Fashioned Gospel uh, Temple Ministries is doing. Um, we are located right in the city of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. We're at 1303 D Street, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. We're at the corner of Monroe and D. Um, our church services on Sunday begin at 9.30 a.m. with Sunday school, and our worship services begin at 11 a.m. We have Bible study on Wednesday nights at 6.30. Uh, we do it virtual on Facebook. And you can find us at Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries on Facebook. And uh, we have Thursday morning uh, senior Bible study uh, beginning in January every Thursday at 10 a.m. Uh, on December 19th, tomorrow, 2020, we will be having a Christmas food box giveaway beginning at 7 a.m. We are asking those that can help us with a donation. If you would go to our, uh, if you would go to our uh, website, our website is www.ofgtm2018.wixsite dot com forward slash website dash one push the little button that says plant seed amen help us feed the community of las vegas help us feed those that uh, otherwise would not be able to put a meal on the table for christmas we're looking for anyone that can help us uh, if you want to give uh, if you uh, don't have means to do it uh, on uh, the website, you can uh, also give uh, on our cash app. We, our cash app is dollar sign OFGTM2018. Amen. And uh, if you would just help us, amen, we have endeavored to feed those that otherwise would not be able to feed themselves for Christmas. Um, we have uh we will be at the church tonight um um somewhere in between eight uh eight and ten tonight if there's anybody that wants to uh bring unperishable foods while that we're there, you are so welcome to bring those to the church so that we can add that and uh um 
really help them um, that those uh, to help put in the baskets that will help uh, feed, amen, uh, those that really need it. Anyway, that has been our public service announcement. We thank you for being with us. Now back to our program. Amen. We are today, we are talking about, amen, uh, making uh, it our ambition to please God. Amen. Uh, we're coming out of Romans 8, uh, 5 through 9, and uh, we're looking forward to having a good show. But, you know, before that we get all that done, you know that we um, we do it like as if we were in Bible study or we were at the church. We do devotion, and then we go right into our lesson. Praise God. Amen. Um, pass me not a gentle Savior, hear my Division of Psalm. Uh, we're going to be reading it in its entirety. Amen for our scripture today. I'm reading out of the King James Version uh, Bible. Uh, if you have a different version, I promise that it might say a few words different, but it means the same thing. Uh -huh. The hundred and uh, the hundred division uh, 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 of Psalm begins like this. It says, "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands." Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. I have just read uh, the 100th Division of Psalm. May God have a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the doing of this holy word. Father God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to come before such a great amount of people. We thank you, Father God, for each and every person uh, listening to us today. We thank you for every household, Father God, that uh, is uh, under the sound of our voices today. Father God, we ask you that you please supply every need according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Father God, now, Lord, uh, we ask that, Father God, that you let your spirit come now. Take over, Father God, and let 
be said, what it is that you would have for your people to to hear, Father God. Let it encourage them. Let it build them up. Let it cause them that they're better than uh, before, Father God. And we'll be careful to give your name the praise, all the honor and the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank God. Amen. And amen. Well, praise God. Amen. We are talking about, amen, uh, making it our ambition to please God. Uh, It is so important that we understand that uh, we cannot please God unless that we, amen, do some things. We have to, we have to be in line, amen, with, uh, with uh, the Lord, amen. We got to be in line with this word. Um, The Bible says in, in Romans, Romans 8 and 5, it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. And we know, um, we know that the Bible says that we must worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Dr. Bell, come on and give us some of your thoughts about that. Worshiping God in spirit and in truth. You know, God is love. That is, that's a spirit. So in worshiping him in spirit and truth, we're supposed to run around and love everybody. That is, you know, walking in spirit and in truth. If we walk in anything else, it's of the flesh, and that's not going to please God. So if we learn to walk in love, then we are fulfilling scripture. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, I just thank God. You know, I I, I remember when, I remember when, um, you know, I was uh, young. You know, we didn't know, we didn't know what true love was. You know, we didn't, we didn't know what true worship was. You know, but when you grow up and you understand this thing, that, you know, having the love of Jesus, you know, in your heart, you know, gives you such a, a, a deep, richer, you know, um, praise in your mouth. It gives you a, a better worship when you worship God. You know what I mean? Because you you love the Lord, you know. And, you know, we think about that the people that we love, that when it comes to giving them compliments or things like that, when you love them, you're able to do that with a much richer, you know, uh, feeling when you do it. But, you know, we have to learn, amen, that, you know, our ambition is to please God. And, you know, the Bible also says that if we don't have faith, we cannot please God. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please Him, you know, because we have to believe that He he can do exactly what He said that He can do. Come on, talk to us about that, Dr. Bell. That's, I was just getting ready to say, let me chime in right here, because in order for us to believe God and that he can do, we got to believe and see God for ourselves in our own life. So we got to pay attention to what God is doing in our own yeah. life. So if we don't have love ourselves, then how are we going to be able to love others? I'm saying you can't have something to give to somebody if you don't have it in your hand. So I believe that love begins with us in learning to love our own self. You know, we be out there loving everybody, thinking that everybody going to throw us some love back. But love got to come from within inside of us in order to be able to be put forth into the world. So love begins with us before we put it out there. 
You are so right. You know, um, you know, when we were little, you know, uh, when we were little, we were told to love ourselves. You know, we didn't really understand what that statement was. We really couldn't understand because we really didn't know what love was. But now, you know, now that we've grown up, okay, <laughs> you know, yes, we, yes. some of us, you know, some of us know what true love is. You know, true love will make you, um, you know, I was talking to uh, a gentleman uh, a couple of days ago, and we were talking about love, and I said love will make you, uh, love will make you be with a woman. And because that you respect her, you won't touch her. You won't, you won't even, you won't even defile her, you know, because you realize that love goes so much deeper than what that, you know, some people think that it is. Um, intimacy uh, becomes so much more with a woman because when you love her, you 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 want the best for her when you love her you know what i mean and and so yes. when when you love the lord you don't you you want to live so that you please him you know you yes. want to you want to do the things that's necessary that he is glorified that he yes. gets the praise you know and yes. that's something you know that when you know what true love is when you begin to you know find that love of Jesus deep down on the inside you you, you it's different for you the love that you have now becomes so much more you know that it makes you want to uh, please the Lord. But we're going to talk about yeah. some conditions for uh, pleasing God. Yeah. Number one, we're going to talk about that we must be born again. Uh, you know, um, we have to we, we we have to remember that uh, we must be born again. That the Bible says that we can't we can't enter heaven unless that we're born again. Come on and chime in for us, uh, Doctor Bell. Born again, that's what I try to teach. You know, I'm so blessed that all of my children are spirit-filled, born again. It's, you know, they don't understand that because, you know, we have a lot of the replicas out there, you know, that, you know, I want to say adrenaline, you know, I don't want to get too, I don't want to get in trouble on the radio station, but we got a lot of ones that's running around with the adrenaline, the replica of what born again is, but it's not. It's just a personal relationship with God. It's allowing him into our heart to be able to see and think and have the mind of Christ, to be able to look at people the way he looks at people. You know, God looks at the heart. He don't look at what you got on. And, you know, he don't, I mean, he cares about what you got on if, you know, it's provocative and stuff like that. He wants you to change and, you know, look more like him. But he wants, he looks at the heart and he, he's pleased with the heart of you. We see a lot of people doing things that's of the flesh, but God looks at the heart, and, you know, we quickly to put somebody, you know, judgment on them because of what they're doing, but God looks at their heart. And being, that's what I'm saying, being born again, you have the mind of Christ. You look at people's hearts. You look at their actions and what they're really trying to do instead of, you know, what they're saying and, you know, the things that they may be in. And that's what's wrong with the church. You know, a lot of us is being judgmental because we're not, leaning to that born-again status that we have, we lean into our own understanding. And we're not looking at people through the eyes of God. It's just looking through at people through the eyes of God. That's what born-again means, being filled with the Spirit. 
You know, it's you know, it's something you know that um, um, you know that. I mean, you just you, you hit it on the nail because we know that when we are not born again, that we're controlled by our sinful nature. You know, yeah. that when we're not born again, that we mind the things of the flesh. And, uh, I mean, you, you pretty much said that, you know, we know that when we're born again, that we're, you know, that we're controlled not by sinful nature, but we're controlled by the spirit. And we thank God for that because the spirit, you know, um, Jesus told us that, you know, he was going to send the comforter and the comforter was going to remind us of everything that he did for us, that it was going to remind us, you know, that uh, uh, about, you know, um, that we're not controlled by the the old us if, if we're in Christ. We're con- you know, it says that all, uh, uh, the, old, the old things have passed away and all things have become new when that you, you know, uh, become born again. Um, yes. Number two, number two, it says that we must separate ourselves from all sinful and doubtful things. Come on and talk to us about that. We must separate ourselves from all sinful and doubtful things. Well, if you think about it, why would you want to be a part of that? I mean, if you're in your right mind, in your sound mind, that's like toxic things, things that's pulling you down things that, you know, of no benefit to you, why would you be involved in something like that? So, you know, I forget, you know, it's, it's like, I'm trying, I'm, my, my ride just pulled up. That's why I'm trying to get a little distracted. But I'm just saying, with, why would we be involved in something that's taking us down or taking others down? You know, when we get on that spiral of taking other people down or taking our own self down, even the world knows that that leads to death. I mean, depression, you know, spiritual downfall. So why would we be involved? If we're going to have a positive life, we got to be in positive things, things that elevate us, things that bless us and bless others. So you would want to be in something that's positive. Like love is positive. Hate is negative. So we would be with racism and stuff like that. Nobody wants to be a part of that because that is not leading to nowhere good. We want to be a part of things that's good. And in order to be positive, you have to get all that negativity out of your life. That's how your soul prospers is you got to be, you got to see God and be in prosperity, you know, as far as our peace, our health, our strength. That's what, I don't understand why people want to hang around, you know, stuff that's, you know, debilitating, taken away from people. But if you hang around love, you know, you add more love to your life. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Yes, we have to separate ourselves from, you know, the things that mean us no good. You know, we have to separate ourselves. You know, sometimes, you know, our our problem is, is that, you know, uh, we come accustomed to, you know, the people in the world. We come accustomed to all of, you know, the things around us, you know. But the Bible tells us that we can be in the world but not of the world. And, yeah. you know, some of us, you know, don't realize or or some of us compromise. We compromise with the Word of God, and we can't compromise. You know, if it says that, you know, don't touch the unclean thing, if it says come, you know, out from among them, that's exactly what we have to do. 
Give us a couple yes. of words. Um, uh, give us a couple of words before you have to go. I know that you 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 press for time, so <laughs> uh, just go I, ahead and talk. You know, say, talk as much as you can. Yes, I want to just say that. Um, why, like I said, I don't understand why we want to keep being around stuff like that. You know, it just takes us down. Um, I'm getting in here. I'm trying to remember the question. I'm getting in the van right now, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, okay. What was well, your question? God. Can you still hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear question? you. Yeah, I can hear okay, you. What was the you know, uh, um, uh, I was saying that you know we, um, you know we, you know we can be in the world, but not of the world. That mm-hmm. you know that we, um, that you know we need to understand that when the Bible says you know come out from among them and touch not the unclean thing, that you know we have to literally take that you know and embody that and put that in our heart that to remind us that if we. Go Go back, like the like the word says, that the dog you know returns to their vomit. If we go back yeah. to the stuff that 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 kept us you know bound, if we go back to the stuff that kept us depressed and you know that kept us off kilter, you know that's where we're gonna be. We, we won't we won't change anything. You know we have to get away from those sinful and doubtful things. Mm-hmm. Right. We just you know we're creatures of habit. And a lot of people like to stay in their mess because they don't have, you know, their doubts or, you know, they don't want to change or maybe they, like the gentleman we have, he's stubborn and he wants to stay in his mess because he can't see nothing, no different. But see, that's where love comes in. We got to walk in love. And as people start to see love coming from others instead of all the mistreatment, all the racism, all the, you know, stuff that's out there in the world, the toxic stuff then that's how we change the world. Like I say, I keep saying it begins with us. We got to have the mindset to want to change. We got to have the mindset to produce change through us. Stop looking at everybody else to change. Because like I said, it always begins in us. It's what we got on the inside of us. You can always look at what's going on on the inside of you if you look at your surroundings. If you got peace around you, then that's what's going on in your spirit. You can't live in a chaotic, hellish area and have you know, peace on the inside of you. That's just, it's an oxymoron. It doesn't work that way. So if, if we look at our surroundings and see exactly what we're living in, what we got going on around us, then that's telling us where our spirit is because we can only put out there what we have and, you know, what we entertain ourselves with. So some people like hell. Some people like chaos, you know, because they have nothing else better to do. They don't know anything different. But, you know, there are those of us that like peace. I, You know, I'm a person, I have to have peace. My house, everything is peace. My kids get content, I send them somewhere else, you know. But I'm just saying, I got to have peace. That's the only way you can live is in peace. Chaos, you can't live in chaos. That's it. And why would you want to live in chaos? Some people do, <laughs> like know? I say, because they don't have no other way to go. That's all they know. Yes. Yes, but, you know, I just thank God. I thank God that he has given us a better way, you know, that when we when we think about it, you know, we think about it and we think about how God has given us, you know, a more just, you know, wonderful way, 
you know, all we have to do is accept it. That That's our problem. You know, we talked about last night, we talked about that surrendering. You know, people don't like to surrender because they, they're they not in control. And, uh, you know, people, people, you know, regardless of, you know, your station in life, you don't want to not feel like you're in control. And, you know, we have to, you know, be in control. Um, so um, I, I just thank God. I just thank God anyhow. Um, for those of you, amen, for the listeners that are listening today, uh, God bless you. I hope that this is touching your heart. I hope that it, you know, is speaking to you um, because we need, we need to uh, uh, find out what it is, amen, that pleases the Lord. What can we do, you know, to please him, making it our ambition, you know, to please the Lord. Um, Dr. Bell had to go, amen, and so we thank God for her. We're going to go ahead, amen, and keep going with our uh, with our Bible study. Uh, we are, we were talking about, that uh, we have to separate ourselves from sinful and doubtful things. And then, uh, number three, we've got to dedicate our lives to him. This is what we were saying. We literally have to dedicate our life. We have to present our bodies as reasonable sacrifices to the Lord. That means your hands, your feet, your eyes, your ears, your lips, everything. It means you. You have to give yourself to the Lord. You have to dedicate your life to to the Lord. You've got to let uh, the old you go. The old you, um, before that you gave your life to Christ, um, you know, you were in sin. And, uh, you know, you've got to let that go. But, you know, you've got to let God, you know, be, you know, supreme in your life. You know, you got to, you know, in pleasing the Lord, uh, you, you've got to give up that old Jew. you got to let that go. Number four, we must be good witnesses. That means that, you know, we've got to tell everybody that we come in contact with that Jesus is real, that Jesus lives. You know, you got to tell people that Jesus lives within you. Um, you know, Jesus, you know, we're told in the Bible that, you know, we are, uh, we are the sanctuary, that we are the church. We are where, you know, the spirit of the Lord dwells. And so we have to tell others that, you know, how that we um, made it over, how that he, you know, protected us, how that he saved us. You got to be a good witness for the Lord. You got to tell others that, you know, Jesus one day is coming back, you know, for a church without spot or wrinkle. You say, Sister Preacher, how can, how can, uh, uh, the Lord come back for a church without spot or wrinkle, you know, because through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, through what Jesus did for us, that's what makes us, you know, uh, without spot or wrinkle, because God no longer sees us through uh, us. If he just looked at us, we know that the Bible says that sin cannot stand in the face of a holy God and live. So we are seen through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, with, which, you know, makes us white as snow, you know. Thank God for what Jesus did. You know, um, we uh, we need to understand, 
amen, that we've got to be good witnesses. We've got to go out and do what the Word says. We've got to go and tell everybody. We've got to go and go tell everybody about, you know, what Jesus did. Um, Number five, amen, it says that we must be obedient. That's something that, you know, we have to do. We have to be obedient in this walk with the Lord. You know, look at how many times uh, that if we look in the Bible, what disobedience brings. Um, You know, uh, when you think about, um, you know, Israel being disobedient to the Lord and how much that they went through and had to go through because they wouldn't be obedient. Uh, when you think about the, the stories uh, in the Bible when people were disobedient and God uh, uh, took things from them, you know, and gave it to someone else, or, you know, God, you know, uh, made certain things happen in the Bible, we have to be careful how that we, um, you know, uh, are living our lives. we got to be obedient to the Lord, you know, because it says in the Word of God that he was obedient obedient even unto death. And if he could do it, you know, we can do it, you know. Um, Just like when you were little, you know, and, you know, your parents told you, you know, to do something and they told you, you know, how that they wanted you to do it, you know, you were obedient to your parents. Some of us weren't. I mean, some of us, you know, didn't listen, you know, when our parents told us don't touch the stove. But look what happened, you know, and and, and some of us had to learn by um, when you put your hand up there to the stove, you found out that they were trying to protect you from getting burnt. But you got burnt anyway. You were disobedient. Now, God is trying to keep us. You know, he's trying to keep us. How is he trying to keep us? He's trying to keep us safe. He's trying to keep us from all harm. He's trying to, you know, get us to understand that outside of his will, we're going to be harmed by the enemy. And so when the enemy comes in like a flood, you know, we know that the the Bible says that God will raise up a standard. And so we have to stay under that umbrella so that God, God will, you know, protect us, that he'll keep us, you know, in our time of need, that, you know, when it comes to, you know, the points in our life where, um, you know, that we've, you know, that, that, that we've, you know, come to a point, um, where, that we need a God that has all power in his hand and that we know that he can do just what he said that he could. You know, we we can have faith in that. We can believe that, you know, that he's going to keep us. Um, But we've got to obey. You know, we've got to obey the Lord. Um, Number six says we must have faith in God. Now this is a this is one thing that you know we uh we can't get around it. We can't we can't push put it on the back burner. We can't, you know, we can't leave it like it is. We just can't do that. We have to have faith in God. Um 
we know that the Word of God is very concise, that it's very clear, that it talks about having faith. Look, my brother and my sister, we cannot please the Lord without faith, okay? We've got to have faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If we uh, seek the Lord, if we do what Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Um, uh, when we seek the Lord, we got to do it in faith. We got to believe. Um, he told He told uh, Doubting Thomas. He said, "Blessed, you know, are the people that though you know that you know they haven't seen me, but yet they believe. That's having faith. That's even though that we can't see it, even though that we can't touch it, even though, amen, that uh, it, it seems like it's not there. you got to have faith that it is. got to have faith that God can do just what his, his Word says. And we have to remember that His Word says that without faith, we can't please Him. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the ambition for pleasing God. How do we please him in 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 spirit and in truth in uh in our obedience and having faith in God you know um, you know realizing that he is the supreme God of all and all. He said that there is no one other than him, that he said that he's always been and always will be. And I trust him. I I believe him. And I also have faith in him that what he says is the truth. Amen. Uh, we must be uh Point number seven, we must be large-hearted. It means that we must love everybody, no matter their station. Amen. We've got to love, you know, we've got to love the people here on earth. We've got to love them in spite of um, you know, we've got to love them even when, you know, it doesn't look good, it doesn't smell good, it doesn't feel good. We still have to love them. I talked about uh, brotherly love. We talked about that. We talked about forgiveness, that we have to forgive often. You know, somebody forgave us. And we have to remember that. Um, the Bible says that if we don't forgive, then our Father which is in heaven won't forgive us. And we have to learn that even people that have hurt us so bad that it might have devastated us, it might have caused us to fall, it might have caused us, you know, a great pain, we still have to forgive them. You know, because our Father, which is in heaven, he forgave us. Think about how many times that we hurt the Lord um, when we, uh, you know, go outside of the will of the Lord. Think about how many times that we have gotten, you know, gotten out of the will of God because of our choices in life. Think about how that we have sidestepped and done things, uh, you know, that was not good for us, and it caused us pain. Don't you know that he hurts when you hurt? 
You know, don't you know that, you know, the Lord doesn't want to see you? He doesn't want to see you in, you know, a situation that's going to um, not be good for you. He doesn't want to see you, you know, in a situation that's going to cause you great pain. No, but we choose that ourselves when we, you know, um, um, when we, you know, go outside of what, you know, God wants. Listen, you know, we've got to love everybody. You know, we've got to have sympathy and understanding, readiness to help, encouragement, unselfishness, because why? Because that's what Christ was for us. Christ loved us so much that he gave himself on the cross. You know, um, you know, Christ had a lot of understanding. Christ was ready to help. You know, he helped those that couldn't help themselves. We thought, we think we uh, read about the 5,000 and then the 4,000 that he fed. He was unselfish with, you know, healing the sick and, you know, um, healing the blind and the deaf and the mute. You know, he was, you know, he was there. He was unselfish. Uh, You know, he encouraged us, you know, to tell us that, you know, one day soon and very soon, he is coming back. I know that, you know, we've been hearing that for a long time. Our, our grandparents' parents been saying it, but I just want you to know that if you are watching the signs of the time, that is truly, it's truly around the corner. Believe me, the 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 signs of the times are there. Are you watching? Are you are you looking and seeing what's there? You know, in order to please the Lord, you know, we have to um you know, we have to be good stewards. We've got to be good stewards with what he has given us. We can't be like the steward that, you know, he gave, you know, um he gave his goods to and then you know when 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 the householder came back you know the 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 servant said you know that he knew who his master was you know and so he didn't do anything with what he had been given let's not be like that let's be like let let's be the one that when the master comes back that we have been we have been uh, mindful of what that we have been given that we have we have worked the word that we have worked you know what we were supposed to be working in that we were out witnessing that we were out praising that we were out worshiping the lord we were giving him everything that we have you know that you know when he comes back he'll find us faithful that you know that we've uh, uh been mindful over a few things that you know when he comes back he'll welcome us you know uh uh and and bring us up a little higher you know because we've been you know doing what we're supposed to listen you know we um we need to understand that if we want to please the lord that there's some things that goes along with that we've been talking about those things it's so important to understand we must be born again. Um, the question was asked, you know, how can I, you know, enter into my, my, you know, my mother's womb again? It's not about, it's not about being born 
of the flesh, you know. Uh, we're being born of the Spirit, you know. And then the Bible tells us that, you know, we must be baptized. You know, we die to, you know, we die to sin and rise with Christ, you know. Um, that's the outshowing of your faith when you get baptized. We've got to do that. We 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 gotta separate ourselves from all sin and doubtful things. We gotta get that into our heads. We we can't do what we did and then uh, think that we're gonna get new results. You're gonna get the same thing if you go back to the same place that you've always gone. If you go back with the same uh, environment, you know, for some they're drug addicts, for some they're alcoholics. If you go back into that same environment, believe me, somebody told me that if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. You don't want to go back into the fiery, you know, um, into the fiery situation that you were in and think that you're not going to get burned. You got to let all sin and doubt go. You got you got to let it go. You got to go find other people that are Christ-minded, that are kingdom-minded to help you in this walk of being a Christian. You can't you can't have the same you know, things and think that you're going to get something different out of it. It's not going to work. If you go back into it, it's just going to be the same. You know, we got to dedicate our lives to him. You know, that's, you know, we, we, we've got to, we've got to surrender. We've got to surrender and let him have, you know, let him have us. That means you. Let him have you. You gotta dedicate your life to the Lord. You gotta leave everything behind. You gotta let all the negativity go. You gotta let all the all the stuff that meant you no good no good. You know, you gotta dedicate your life to him. You gotta turn things around. Um, you know, if you wanna please the Lord. You gotta give him your body, your mind, your soul. You gotta give it all to him, you know. Um, then, you know, we talked about you have to be a good witness. You have to go out and what that you learn, you gotta go and tell somebody else. Right here at Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries, uh, we believe in uh our motto is um I mean our um mission is that we're reaching one to teach many to live for Jesus. That's what being a good witness is all about, reaching that one person that's going to go back to their family and tell others. That that means to reach many to live for Jesus. You know, um, you got to be a good witness. Let your life speak for you. You know, that you're trusting God. People are watching you. People are watching what you're doing. When you say that you've accepted, you know, uh, Christ and him crucified, people are watching you to see what you're doing. People that you never knew um, are watching you to see if you're going to be a good witness, if your life is going to show it. You know, um, it says... um, uh, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, and your life will truly show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And so, you know, people are going to see that if you're happy in Jesus, 
your life is going to show it, you know. It's going to show, and then God is going to be well pleased because you are showing forth your faith in him, okay. And then we talked about being obedient, you know. We've got to be obedient. Um, there's uh, there's uh, no way that, you know, we can get around being obedient. We have to be obedient to God. Um, in order to please him, in order to please God, we've got to be obedient. Just like we, you know, in order to please our parents, uh, we were obedient to them. Uh, we have to be obedient to the Lord. You know, we have to do what it is that, you know, the Bible says that we must do. And obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, God doesn't want you to sacrifice anything, you know, that you're not willing to be obedient for, okay? God doesn't want you to sacrifice anything, I'm going to say it again, that you're not willing to be obedient for. You must be obedient to the Lord, and you've got to, you know, you, you, you. our next point that we talked about was that we have to have faith in God. You know, how can you be obedient to him, but, you know, and you don't have any faith? Again, you know, we talked about um, um, that um, without faith, you can't please it. And faith is what, at the end of the day, helps us, you know, make it over to the other side. You know, it's you, you, you have to know that it's not you, you know, but it is you. You know, you've got to give, you've got to give of yourself in such a way that God, you know, God gets the, the, God gets the glory for it. Okay. Um, but again, you know, we have to have faith knowing that God is going to supply our every need. We've got to have faith knowing that his word says that he's going to supply our every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We know that he's going to supply our need. We've got to have faith in that. If even Even if, you know, that we... Uh, don't have food or, you know, um, um, we're, we're homeless. God is going to supply your needs, but you've got to trust him. You've got to have faith in him. And the only way to do that, you know, is that we, you know, we've got to stand up and not do things like we used to. You know, we did it the world's way. Now let's try it and do it God's way. You know, the world, you know, the world gave you gratification just for just for a moment, you know, but then it was back to things as usual with the world because that's that's how it is. The world is back to things as usual. The world doesn't want you to come to the knowledge of God, the world, you know, because, you know. Um, the enemy uh, is in the world. You know, he wants he wants you to believe that you know uh, uh, he wants you to believe that you can get uh, good things, uh, uh, but he don't give you good things. You know, you get out there and sure, um, you know uh, the enemy you know uh, gives you what you desire, but once you get what you desire and it's not good. Think about where you're going, you know. Think about how that it, it takes you to a place that's not good. When you get what you want and it's not of the Lord, 
that thing will pull you and and stretch you and have you in a place where you are losing your mind. It might feel good, you know, when you got it, but after you get it, it's horrible. And I say to you, you know, we've got to have faith that God is so much greater than that, that God, you know, can supply our every need, you know, that we don't have to worry about, you know, um, the things of this world. The world wants you to believe that they have the answer. Um, They don't have the answer. Only God does. God has the answer to everything. He said, is there anything too hard for God? No, there's nothing too hard for God. But the only way that you can believe it is to have faith. You got to have faith that there's nothing too hard for God. No matter what you go through, no matter what you face, no matter what's going on in your life, cancer is not impossible, you know, for God to heal you. No, it's not. God heals. He, he will heal you. But do you have faith? Do you have faith that he is a cure? Do you have faith that that he can heal he can heal all your ills? Do you have faith in God to believe that he sent his only begotten son here to this earth to die on the cross for your sins? Do you believe him? You know? And then, you know, our last uh, our last thing that we talked about is love. You've got to have the love of Jesus deep down on the inside that so that your love the unlovable. You'll love those that don't love themselves. That you'll love you'll love in spite of. And that's what God did for us. He loved us so much. My brother, my sister, boy, girl, he loved us so much. That John three and sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The word should is in there because we have to choose him while he can be found. In order to please the Lord, you have to seek him daily. In order to please the Lord, you have to give up all those things that are not good for you, and you have to replace them with the love of Jesus. You have to replace it knowing Uh, you know, with faith, you know, in God. In order to please God, you got to believe that he is who he said that he is, you know. Um, There's three practical results of of pleasing God, you know. Um, Three practical uh, results of pleasing God is that God will answer our prayer. Prayer is so key in our walk with him. You know, we've got to pray about everything, you know. Um, I I like that verse where it says, you know, pray without ceasing. We've got to pray, pray, pray. You know, I hear people say, oh, you know, I prayed about it, but, you know, I prayed, but I didn't get an answer. Listen, we've got to pray, but while that we're praying, we got to stay long enough to hear from the Lord. Our problem is we get down on our knees and we pray, and then we hurriedly get back up and we don't listen. You know, we don't wait for the Lord to, you know, speak to our souls. We've got to pray. Go into your prayer room. You know, I like that movie, The War Room. You got to go into your prayer room and you got to be in there long enough that while you're praying, 
you're waiting for the Lord to to speak back to you, to speak, you know, to speak to your situation, to give you what you need to get up off of your knees and, and go just a little while longer. You know, we got to pray about everything. When we pray, God answers our prayers and then he'll 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 make our enemies, amen, be at peace with us. You know, um when you pray and when you seek the Lord and when you are trying to please him, God will do what he did for David. David said that he had peace on all sides. When you are pleasing the Lord and when you are, you know, uh, in that vein, when you are, you know, giving your life to the Lord, when you are walking with the Lord, you know, the Lord will make your enemies be at peace with you. Believe that. Have faith in that. Have faith that God will do things that nobody else can do, you know. And then, you know, God will give you the power to overcome, you know. He'll give you that power that you need to overcome. He'll give you what it is that, you know, you need to make it to tomorrow. He'll give you what you need to make it to, you know, the 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 where where you need to be, you know. I'm just saying to you, my brother, my sister, boy, girl, it's time for us, amen, to realize that we must live lives that please the Lord. We got to do it. Um, I thank you for listening uh, with us today. This is Old Fashioned Gospel uh, Radio. Uh, we thank God for you being with us today. Uh, we uh, say to you that we pray that your Christmas, that we want to, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, we want you to don't, for, don't forget to take Jesus with you while you're sitting at the table and you're enjoying the food prepared. You're enjoying your family. Don't forget about Jesus because He loves you, and we do too. Again. Um, Tomorrow, December 19th, 2020, we will be handing out uh, Christmas food boxes. We'll start at 7 a.m. in the morning. The address is 1303 D Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. For those of you that can make it, we'll be there. First serve, I mean, first come, first serve. And so once we run out, we run out. But we just thank God for the opportunity that we can be a help in our community. Uh, This is Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries. I am Pastor uh, Ethel Harper. And we thank you again for being with us. And until that we meet again, we bid you adieu. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.